Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 42. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God, what God's put on my heart, and what God's put on our hearts. And as you know, I've been taking uh, this uh Bible studies that we do on this podcast from J.B. Phillips for this day um, book it was and we what we usually do is read the scripture and go over what he said but today things is kind of not for scriptures um, but it's a little bit thing that he wrote about the scripture does tell us not to believe in evil things or ghosts or um, spooky things or things that are not right you know the way the, way the Bible is but we're going to read his. what we're going to do today when we get to that Bible study it's going to be a Bible study on that we're going to let God anoint me I had trouble finding scripture to line, line up with things that go bump in the night but this is his thing is called today by day. But before we do that, we're gonna <coughs> excuse me, my allergies are acting up. We're gonna listen to a song that says from Point of Grace, Jesus will be there. So enjoy the song.
Jesus will still be there no matter how rough the ride is. Hello everyone, welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast Episode 42. And like I said already, it's an honor and privilege to be here to share with you what God's put on our heart. And today on this podcast, we're going to be talking about um, by day. And then we're going to go through our prayer requests things and then we're going to end the podcast but starting next week we are going to be moving the podcast to Tuesdays Wednesdays and Thursdays because Mondays uh, are very a hectic day for this minister here Um, these days um, we got a lot going on because of her brother and things that we got to do and so the better days are Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So I, I, sorry for the inconvenience. We will be doing the regular schedule. We're late starting the podcast today because of some of this stuff, but it's kind of a rush getting it done. But we're going to get it done. Um, we're not going to rush. We're going to let God be God. But we're like 15 minutes later than what we normally would be getting it recorded and put it on the air. But that's okay. God knows and he's going to take care of it. And I mean the devil even tried to get me to, to to stop the music and not sing Jesus was be there today. But you know God's God. God knows what's going on. But we just think it would be a more proper experience for you and for me if we just move the podcast a day later to Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. 
This week will be done on Wednesday. Next week will be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So we're going to get into the Bible study now. Like I shared earlier, normally I have a scripture. And I think what we're going to go do, I do like to have a scripture read, but I couldn't find an absolute scripture for what was he's bringing up here. But let's go to Romans 8.18 and see if it fits. It says, In my opinion, whether if we, whether, whatever we may have to go through now is less than nothing compared with the magnificent future God has in store for us. The whole creation is, is on tiptoe to see the wonderful sights of the sons of God coming into their own. The world of creation cannot, cannot as see yet reality not become to choose to the blind but because in God's purpose it has been so limited yet it has been given hope and the hope that is is that in the end the whole of creation life will will be rescued from the tyrant of change and decay and have its share in that magnificent liberty which can belong to the children of God Romans 8 8 through 21. Now, while I'm getting ready to share with you, I don't know why he's got it under this scripture, but that seems like he, he, he writes a scripture and then he does a whole month's worth of things to add for that. But to me, the scripture don't go with it, but I couldn't find the exact thing because the Bible really don't talk about ghosts, does it? Does it? The Bible really don't talk about ghosts, does it? And it don't ta it talks about evil spirits and talks about this or that but this is about ghost and it's called by day and what past what J.B. Phillips is trying to say here is about we at night it's a different circumstances but by day it's a different circumstances and you know what I think I just put together what he's trying to do with that scripture in this okay it says night seems to be usual time for ghosts to walk you do not often hear of anyone seeing a ghost on a blazing sunny afternoon. The spirit seems to prefer the shadows of the night. Perhaps that is because people can't be quiet, quite sure what they do what they do see then. And fatigue has made them rather more susceptible to the suggestion. Besides most of us gives our imagination a little play in the evening and keeps the matter of factness of working hours. Maybe that explains why we never hear a a sanic being held in bright sunlight in the open air. Mediums say they must have the right atmosphere and that usually means a dark room, a ring or a clasped hand and and not do more scepticism <coughs> presence, otherwise the spirit can be go through. All this makes it all more remarkable. When the man did come from the dead, it was all of free from sp spookiness. The most of the action took place daytime in the open air, but perhaps it's better deliberated just to show that this was the real thing. Now basically what he's saying here 
and pretty much what I say here too, a lot of our things that we hear bump in the night, a lot of shadow play that we have and at night, and a lot of things that are going on at night is because we are tired. It's nighttime, shadows from <coughs> street lights only light the room up after we turn the light off for so long. And it could simply be a cat, your cat moving around in the room. It could be seemingly a shadow, a car of lights went down through the thing and, and it scared you to, to look the right way in the mirror. And, and sometimes you might have seen yourself in the mirror or your cat could have been in front of the mirror. And Now, do I believe that there are spirits? I believe that there are evil spirits. Now, me and my wife do watch a show called Ghost Nation. But the reason we watch this show, Ghost Nation, because they're not going in. Right there? They're not going in to prove that there's ghosts in these buildings. They're going to try to debunk the claims. Am I right on that, honey? So, that's why the show is so interesting. Now, have we seen some interesting things that go on in when they're in the house at night? Yes, or houses or buildings? Yes, we have. But, just like they say, it could be electrical energy fields that are making you imagine things. Uh, you know... We know the devil, you know, probably can speak to God. And, you know, these things that we're claiming ghosts, I think really are evil spirits that are in the house or that thing at their time that they're picking up. Because the Bible does tell us about evil spirits. Alright? But it didn't read the scriptures didn't really go to the effect I wanted with this. Okay? Now, I'm not trying to say that ghosts are real. Well, I'm them saying that the, the devil's evil angel, evil spirits are real. Alright? And if you got something going on in your house that you can't explain. And maybe it is happening during the day because some of their clients did have things happen during the day. There could be an evil spirit that might be in your house. Now, J.P. Phillips says here that a lot of it could be our imagination. And you know what? And that's what they're, J, uh, Ghost Nation people, Jay and um, Tango and uh, I forgot the other guy's name. Um, I forgot him, his name. But they do say that if they're high EMF if coming electric coming from your certain parts in your room or your house it can get you to a point where you're scared and it can make you uneasy and it can make you susceptible for your imagination to run wild am I right about that now this is a different kind of a bible study and we know what the Bible tells us about the departed. They're either taken by an angel to heaven or they go down to Shell Hades. 
Now, we don't hear that there's a place in the Bible that there's a lot of people that live their afterlife because they're in the house. You know, when it comes down to it, do I believe in ghosts? No, but I do believe in evil spirits. And we heard from that ghost nation, I think the leader of the group, his name is Jay. He says there's spirits out there, evil spirits out there that actually can act like other people that you know. And they can use that person's voice. They can mimic you. Mimic you. So we got to remember, we are fighting Prince Apalides out there. Now, for the most part, I think our imagination takes things too far. Okay? When it comes to ghosts or spirits. Because of the night. But we also got to realize there are evil spirits that are working out there. That's working for the devil to try to come against you. To try to scare you. To try... There's, there's spirits of dread. There's spirits of sadness. There's spirits of depression. There's spirits of trying to make you feel all of these emotions. Am I right about that? Now, my wife is sitting here kind of in the podcast and she don't want to be part of it but but uh, she's listening now normally she when we were in our old location she was doing other things while I was working in the office but we're in a new location now and it puts us around the same place so she she listens to usually the bible study and uh, and the sermon but not the podcast but I just want you to be careful with your thinking there. Alright? Because what you're experiencing mostly is probably your imagination. But if the devil sees that you're scared of something, he can come up with something to scare you. Right? So, what I want you to do and what he wants you to do is to realize, and yeah, we, he went on talking about that Lazarus came out forth came back from the dead he wasn't a ghost he wasn't spooked he was dead his spirit pie wasn't where because Jesus hasn't ascended to heaven yet it died on the cross so he probably was in where the other part of uh, the the waiting place where the the Christians were before they for Jesus died on the cross okay and when he came forth, he wasn't a ghost. He was human flesh that came back to life. Alright? And, see, he I don't know exactly what he was trying to stay here. Because my wife is sitting here looking at me too. This is kind of confusing because he's talking about spirits. And now he's talking about someone that, you know, came back to life from the afterlife. Alright? Now... Also, I want to touch on some things here that God's leading. Is this. We have a lot of claims that people died, went to heaven, and came back. And a lot of people, and it's sad to say, a lot of Christians don't believe it. Well, let me tell you something, saints. Let me tell you something. God could be using those people to give us a glimpse of heaven, right? Okay, And if he can bring Lazarus back to life, he can bring a person back to life. 
and do what they need to do. I believe that peop these sightings of their dying and coming back because God, it wasn't their time or maybe God had a special reason for them to die and to come back. See what I'm saying? But a lot of people would think my thinking here is radical. But I hope it don't stop you listening to the podcast. Today is a, this is a different type of podcast. And I'm really surprised he didn't put this thought in on October 31st. Because this seems like this where this thought should be. But what have we learned here so far? You know, there's not really a lot to say about what he said here today. And is this. Is that I don't believe they're ghosts. I believe they're spirits that can mimic people and evil spirits and the devil are using them to try to scare people or attack this, these families and and I'm not talking about possession or anything but you know just enough to attack them to scare them. And we also got to remember when he's doing that he's counting on possibly our imagination to run wild and we make things even worse. I would tell you last night sitting here in our room and she went to sleep the light was off I was watching something on my phone and I think I was watching the rest of the Survivor Series I could have swore my little kitty came up with her tail and touched me like she usually does in the dark to let me know she's there. And guess what? I bent over to Petler and nothing was there. Now, a lot of people say, oh no, an evil spirit or, or a ghost touched me. That's your first thought when you're in a dark room or circumstances, right? But, you know, sometimes your body, muscles spasm and stuff, and it could have been what that was. To make me think that our little kitty was there. Okay. Now. Or it could have been an evil spirit trying to pick on me and get me scared. But I didn't get scared. You know. I was just like hmm. Okay. Whatever. And I went back to watching my movies. But you know. But you know. There's people out there that get terrified. And that's what the devil wants. He wants you to be scared. And he wants you to be afraid. But. I don't believe that there's anything that really can... Oh, there's things out there that can hurt you. But if you're God's child, he's going to protect you from that hurt. Right there? I believe. Alright. So what have we learned here today? We learned that even though the Bible talked about Lazarus coming out, it's not him being a spirit. Okay? He's not a ghost. He came back to life. And we learned that the Bible teaches us that we either go to heaven... Or we go to hell when we die, depending where our relationship is with Christ. And we know about evil spirits out there that want to attack us. And the devil is trying to use them. The devil will manipulate you. It's like he manipulated Eve to get you to believe that there are ghosts in your house. And if he get you can do that, you know, he's laughing at you because you're running around worried about something that might have been just a shadow in the light that he got a light came down the road. But let me tell you something, saints. But there is evil spirits out there. So if there you think there is something going on in your house, you need to get spiritual help. Have someone pray for your apartment, your house, 
or, or, or something, a clergy member or something, come and bless the house. Now, it's funny. My aunt, I'd say about three more four months ago or longer, I was down still, I think I was still down with my mom recovering or trying to get home because of COVID. My aunt, um, saw a figure, a shadowette figure through her blinds and she believed it was a ghost in her room and she was scared and she knew I was a pastor so I stopped what we were doing I asked her if she wanted me to bless the house I said yes she said yes she didn't have any anointing oil she didn't have any olive oil in the house which was we normally use but you know what all we usually do is take and pray over that substance so what I did I took water and we heard about holy water. And the devil don't like holy water and neither does his, his, his evil spirits. So what I did, I got a glass of water. I prayed over the water to let it be holy water. And I went around and spunk it around her bed, her bed and around that window. And to this day, she hasn't had any problems. She's more at ease sleeping in that room. Now, I kind do I believe it was a ghost that she saw that those few days? I would say not. Because the reason I would say this is because my uncle brought up a good point. Because the day she saw that silhouette figure in the blind, because she has a blind that you put down, uh, a regular, you know, block out the sun. And when the light shines on those, it gives a silhouette. Well, the guy's, their neighbor back door happened to have the porch light on. And that guy smokes, I guess. My uncle said he might have been out smoking in front of that light. And it shined his figure into onto the blind. And that's what scared her. But to make her feel comfortable, I went in and I prayed for her. So there is ways if you want somebody to get a pastor or a clergyman or a priest, you can come in if you feel something's going on in your house. But mostly, I think I agree with J.B. Phillips that a lot of it is our imagination. Because we put things in situations. Alright? Now, because there is evil spirits out there. And there could be some in your house. But... All we can do is pray, right, about it, and ask God to take care of it. So, so he's trying to say that, you know, there's things that go bump in the night, but when, uh, but he's also trying to say when, uh, what was his name? Lazarus came back to life, he wasn't a spirit, he was dead, and God brought him back, he wasn't a ghost. But he's also trying to tell us here tonight that we can't be afraid of ghosts or spirits because for, for him, he's going to come and take care of us. Because you know, the book of Job chapter 1 tells us that the devil only can do what God allows him to do to you. And that's as far as he can take it. And that's what we got to keep in mind. Okay. 
I know this was a different type of a Bible study, but this is where this devotional journey took us. And I told you what I feel about things. I wish I could have had the scripture to back up everything. Well, I do have some scriptures. Like I said, the book of Job chapter 1 tells us that the devil only can do so much to you. And, you know, so there's there's some stuff that you could look up from in your concordance. Job chapter 1 and, you know, but in the evil spirits, you can go to your concordance and read about evil spirits. You know, I told you everything that's the truth. We don't know. I don't believe there's ghosts, but... I do think sometimes things happen because the devil wants to scare you. Alright? And if he can scare you, he's got your number. Okay? So that's where we're going to stop for today. And tomorrow we're going to pick up with the thing from womb to tomb. <laughs> that's the uh, topic that he's got for the tomorrow that he would read tomorrow if we were doing this on a daily thing from womb to tomb and it's talking about Paul a little bit of what I'm looking over so that's going to be an interesting study tomorrow but right now we're going to go through the list of uh, prayer requests and we're going to go through it real quick we're going to pray for my mom and dad my dad's got an aneurysm on his heart uh, his aorta so we need to pray for that and my mom we need to pray for her back and and for her recovery of her high hernia surgery my cousin Margaret for the loss of her mother coping with it and her leg Lloyd we haven't got back with us I don't think has he about his cancer but we still pray for him my brother Sean he's like a brother to me from another mother we're going to pray for his unspoken and his mother's hip Winnie, Winnie, sorry, our cat is doing something to something. Um, then my brother-in-law Paul and us, as we complete this estate and let everything hopefully end in good terms, but right now they don't seem like they are. More on his side. My brother, my uh, friend Paul. And not the same Paul for his back and his kid not to get sick or get coronavirus as much. Um, then for my cousin Sharon and her tailbone, she cracked it. Then for my aunt, um, recovering for what she did. But now we got an issue with her lungs. I'm not sure exactly what it is. So we're going to pray for my aunt's lungs now too. And then for my cousin Lori, uh, she's got a, a swelled leg. We need to pray for her. Then for my grandma, we're going to pray for her eyes, her hip, her legs, and her ears. Because she's 93 years old and, you know, she needs a better existence. God's leading us to pray for her. Then my cousin Dennis Joe for coronavirus, they said she he's good. And he went to the bar the other night and got drunk. So he's out of quarantine. But we're still going to pray for his recovery a little bit longer. And then for me, for my blood pressure, I'm having some health problems with that. And and uh, I think that's about it, isn't it? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you right now to be with my dad and this aneurysm, Lord. We ask you to touch and let it go away or don't let it grow, Lord. I ask you to be with my mom's back. Continue to touch and 
Help her, Lord, so she can get through what she needs to get through. Be with the recovery of her high halo hernia surgery, Lord. Let everything go good there. Be with my cousin Margaret, Lord, and heal her from heal her leg for what she's got to do, Lord, and help her with the grieving of her mother, Lord, and be with our friend Lloyd, Lord, and this cancer. We ask you to continue to keep healing him. We ask you to be with my friend Sean, who's like a brother to me. From another mother, we ask you to be with his unspoken Lord and his mom's hip surgery replaced uh, recovery Lord. She's been having trouble with the cane. We ask you to be with my brother-in-law and us, Paul and us, Lord, as we go through finishing up the estate. Let everything go the way you want it, Lord. Not the way Paul wants it, but the way you want it, Lord. Intervene there, Lord. And Lord, we ask you to be with my friend Paul in Georgia, Lord, and touch his back. Be with his business and um, be with his kid. And don't help her get sick like she's been getting sick. She hasn't had coronavirus. It's just been colds. But and we ask you to not let her get coronavirus. We ask you to be with my cousin Sharon and her and her tailbone. We ask you to touch and heal her. We ask you to be with my aunt and continue with, to heal her from her fall. And also touch her lungs, Lord. And whatever the issue is there, take control, Lord. And be with my cousin Lori and this weld leg. We just ask you to let everything go the way you want there. Be with my grandma, Lord, and hear her eyes and hear her ears. Let her see, let her hear, and let her walk a little bit better, Lord, to help her in her life, Lord. We ask you be with my cousin Dennis Joe. We thank you, Lord, that we're hearing that he's being good. That he gone out and got drunk, even though I don't believe in getting drunk. But he don't follow the Lord anymore. He used to. Um, but he had coronavirus. Now we're going to pray for his recovery. And then, Lord, we need you to be with me and my blood pressure. And to straighten things out there, too. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And on that load, I thank you for coming today, today for God's Internet Church. And... I praise God that there is a following that still wants to learn God's word like we're doing. And I praise God that you guys are willing to do this. And I just ask that you guys uh, do what you need to do with that too. Uh, keep these prayer requests in mind. Join us for the Bible. Um, it's going to be start being broadcast live through God's Internet Church Group. Go to the church group. Be asked to become a member. It's called go to Facebook. Type in God's Internet Church Group. Ask to become a member. I will, will swipe you in to be a member. And you could see it live. And then it will be shared on Facebook itself. Uh, uh, the, the Bible study. Um, on groups. But we're studying the prayers of the Bible this next time. That'd be Wednesday as we go 7 o'clock live for God's Internet Church Bible Study. And then that Sunday at 7 o'clock at night, we do our Bible study. I mean, our Sunday, our God's Internet Church service for the week in the evening. And i like to say thank you for listening. God bless you. Have a good day. In the Lord and God bless you. Help one another, keep one another, love one another, and be kind to one another. Especially in these days. God bless you and have a good day.
See you tomorrow for God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 43. And God bless you.